your dumb thing to your Pim Pest Kitchen. <laughs> I like that. I just don't like the cheese that comes with it. That pretzel That's a good point. looks hella good. Now I have a complaint about that, so. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host, George. Yo, yo. And Hunter. How's it going, everyone? And this week, we're going to be talking about my recent trip to Disneyland. So here we go. All right. So like I said, we're going to be talking about Disneyland, maybe laying some random uh, dumping on the current NFL playoff picture. And maybe we might have to mention Last Jedi for no reason at all because of some point. But to get things started, I did go to Disneyland this week. Uh, I was super excited because, of course, the reservations like definitely make you a little more excited and on your edge, right, about going. Like, I feel like maybe it's because I also was an annual pass holder for so long. I used to just go. And definitely I felt the excitement. You know, uh, I know you two have also done this. How do you guys feel about that, George? Like you said, exciting. The big thing to me is, uh, I mean, I pay for it, like every ticket, whatever. It makes it makes me feel like, okay, you have to, like, basically do everything to get your money's worth. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I was going to get on that, too, uh, about because I do park hopper and I have some complaints about that. What about you, Hunter? You guys are, are saying kind of what I feel. It's just that it's also kind of a negative when you feel rushed to do stuff. Though I do like that feeling you have, like, you know, the couple of days leading up to your trip. Cause it's almost like the day before Christmas where you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so, you know, excited to do this. Yeah. And that that was my thing is I was super excited leading up because, of course, I made plans. And now I was planning it out more so than I ever do. I usually just go. So... On a, I want to start with some negatives, right? First of all, I did park hopper. Why do I have to wait till 1 p.m.? I felt all day like that's all I kept thinking about was, oh, I, at 1 p.m. I can go over to DCA at that point. And then on top of that, we had reservations over at the wine country uh, at 2 p.m. So I was like waiting all day. I just, I don't like... The idea that, the, and I get it, they're trying to control crowd movement, but I'm just like, man, I don't think I need to wait that long just to park hop, because when it really comes down to it, I don't need that much from DCA, and they, I know they know that. I'm not going over there and spending hours. I'm going to go over there, ride a couple of things, maybe eat at one of the restaurants, and then just take off. Yeah, I agree, uh, especially with, you know, us annual pass holders, like we used to just go whatever we want, whatever. Now, like, the new normal is to go one park and then wait till 1 p.m., go to the next one, instead of, like, you want to ride land. And then after that, get a little snack at the Jolly Holiday and then go back to maybe DCA for Monsters, Inc. or Soarin'. But now you can't. And then that's also... Because uh, I'm very used to, like, a pattern, right? My pattern is always go over to Disneyland, ride Pirates, Keep going down that path, ride Haunted Mansion. Then I'm going to go over to Pooh Bear, ride that, just because, and then head to Galaxy's Edge. What happened to me is we got in, 
We uh, went to Pirates. Pirates had like a 40-minute wait, which I was like, ah, I'm not going to wait that this early in the morning. So we go to Honda Mansion, which is closed. And I was super mad because I specifically pushed the date that we went to Disneyland because Haunted Mansion was supposed to be open from the refurb, right? Luckily, I asked the cast member uh, and they let me know that the ride was just broken down. So it would be coming back later, which I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, we went to, we finally went over, rode Pooh Bear, and we went to Galaxy's Edge so I could get my Lost Cat lightsaber end, which looks awesome, by the way. You get it at the Creature Stall, I believe it was 30 bucks, like 20, it was like $25 or something like that, 27 with tax. We spent some time in Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I found a, they sell Han Solo shirt now, and his vest, which I forgot to mention that. How many times have we said that on this podcast? That since they opened Galaxy's Edge, why is there not more clothes for adult men <laughs> to cosplay? Yep. And they now have the Han Solo vest, his shirt, they have an Endor um, poncho, and they also have a new like military uh, green jacket. I was just like, nice. finally, they're listening to us. They obviously listen to this podcast specifically. I know it's uh, it's quite hilarious because uh, that was our like arguably our biggest gripe about uh, Galaxy's Edge was that and then how little the uh, Rebels Outpost is. But uh, the photos you sent us were hilarious. I'm like, oh look, finally now uh, now maybe we can complain about something else. I think the only thing is missing, and I know I said this on the podcast, but just like random creatures just walking to one end to the other, like just because. But I can still dream. Yeah, there is that joke too. It's like. And I feel like um, the comparison is kind of bad, um, but I've seen people complain. They're like, we never got the aliens walking around Galaxy's Edge to make it feel real. But then you go to Avengers uh, campus and they're like, all of the Avengers characters are walking around randomly. But I'm like, yeah, they're also just wearing a costume, not applying layers of makeup to walk around for 20 minutes. Right, exactly. Uh because even, even when they have, like, Groot and all those guys, like, that's a simple uh, costume. They're not, they're not spending, you know, an hour and a half in a chair for 25 minutes of work before, you know, the heat becomes unbearable. Oh, uh, but they did have R2-D2 wandering around. Uh, of course, we caught the Kylo Ren little show because um, we just have to. We got our blue milk because my kids have to have that for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, another thing I wanted to store to complain about so i have two things that i want to complain or you know gripe about and it's lightning lane and genie plus but i also see pros in them right so here's my issue i wanted to go to carnation cafe because that is my place that is where i eat when i go to disneyland but their hours are incredibly stupid like they make no sense it's like 11 to 2 p.m which is stupid it means you're literally going there for like one meal uh (laughs) of course all the reservations were taken up which made me so goddamn mad but the plus side was that genie plus gives you suggestions and asks what i like to eat and i said to it the things i like i like the paradise gardens uh pizza and pasta I like Smoke Jumper's Grill. I like Carnation Cafe. And it gave me a suggestion. 
for a restaurant for reservation, and it was wine country, which I was like, I've never been there. Uh, actually, I know, George, your sister has been there, um, which that's why we ended up going there, but I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. I will say it is a fancy restaurant, which I thought was funny. I was not expecting that for some reason, but, uh, well, no, I kind of did because of what it is. But it's like basically Italian food with wine pairings. Uh, and of course, I'm there with my kids, so it's like we're not doing wine pairings. But it was great. So that was a great part of Genie Plus. On the other hand, it kept trying to force me to buy uh, fast passes through Lightning Lane. And I was like, screw you. I'm not doing that. <laughs> However, I also want to say I used the Lightning Lane. First of all, a pro. I did not know there's a limit. You can only do Lightning Lane twice in a day, which I was like, thank God. Because if someone has the money, you could obviously just buy yourself, you know, fast passes on every ride. That would be stupid. I was very happy to see that they have a limit. They're like, no, you can only do it twice in one day. So, you know, be careful with what you're going to do it for. The pricing was absurd. We did it for Spider-Man because it was a 75-minute wait. And like I said, I didn't want to be in DCA that long. So I went, you know what? I want to try Lightning Lane anyway. Let's do this. And of course, uh, George, you know, your sister, uh, Jessica, was completely like, I don't want to wait in line. I'm willing to pay if we have to. So she like helped pay for it. So I was like, all right, we'll do this. It was $12 a person to go on the stupid Spider-Man ride. But I was like, you right. know let's do it. It reminded me of the reservation. So when you go to do the lightning lane, uh, you go on the app, you look at the ride, it'll say lightning lane. You click on lightning lane and it'll show you the pricing and it'll show you immediately the pricing of your group. I had five people. It was like $60. And I'm like, Ugh. but then what I also didn't know is when you do lightning lane, it's not you come back whenever the hell you want. It is like fast pass. As soon as you go to buy it, it is that hour. For me, because we were leaving the restaurant, it was like, what was it? It was like three to four or something like that. And that's what it showed. It was like 305 to 405. And I was like, oh, perfect. I'm like, uh, it's kind of like fast pass. But then on the other side, I also see it like, if I buy this and I don't make that time group, you better let me on the goddamn ride because I paid a lot of money for this stupid fast pass. I don't know, uh, what kind of uh, things do you guys see out of this? When you're talking about when you purchase it, like maybe, like that hour or whatever, like, I mean, that's pretty cool. For just like, like a couple, like just two people, I think it's kind of worth it. But with a family of four, eh, yeah, it's just a little pricey. But I mean, I like it. Yeah, and then that's the thing is like, I don't know how to put it either. For me, I mean, it is that thing, right? I could kind of care less about that ride. I know Hunter knows this. Uh, I believe we, we've argued this, right, Hunter? Ouch. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's okay that you're wrong, but, you know, I do have my yeah, doubts about it, too. Yeah, I just, I don't feel like the ride is worth it, but it was that thing where Elizabeth hasn't been on it, so I was like, okay, we'll we'll pay for this. And of course, my kids uh, want to write it, but uh, and like I said, Jessica did not want to pay or uh, did not want to stand in line, and it was seventy-five minutes. So I was like, okay, I guess we can do this. But uh, yeah, I definitely 
could feel like I was like, ugh, I don't want to pay for this at all. <laughs> but, you know, it, it worked well. I felt like it, it is a good system, but then ultimately it's basically MaxPass. But you know what I mean? It's basically MaxPass, except it's per ride instead of you have full access to it. Is it just for, like, just the main rides, the Spider-Man's and the Star Wars ride, or is it also Radiator Springs? It does actually involve uh, Radiator Springs. But there's a listing of them. I do know for a fact that they have it for um, uh, Radiator Springs Racers because I saw that and my son saw it and he wanted me to purchase that for that ride, but he can't ride it. So I was like, you're not going to like it. You're not going (laughs) to like the answer. Lightning Lane is on Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, Radiator Springs Racers, and Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. I assume there was more. Oh, no, I know what I'm thinking of. So, if you pay for Genie Plus, right? They have, like, a, uh, a paid version of Genie Plus. You have it, like, Max Pass. However, those three rides have Lightning Lane, where you can purchase that ride specifically. I definitely feel like Spider-Man is, like, the weak one of the three rides. Dang. Well, yeah, you've got a motion simulator with two thrill rides. Of course, it's going to be the weak one. <laughs> Just a screen. Did you ride the tram, Josh? The tram is not running. Not yet. What we did, and it was funny because I thought I was going to have to convince your sisters more about it, but we parked at Toy Story Lot because I said, the tram's not running, so why would we go park at the Mickey and Friends and Pixar Pals uh, parking structure when we could park over here and have the bus, which, uh, like I said, I thought I was going to fight with them. They immediately were like, oh, the tram's not running? That's fine. <laughs> when I went, we we walked. We went. We parked at the Mickey and Tram because I wanted to see the new parking lot. And, I mean, the walking from to the park, it was fine. But what sucks is that we went back home or went to the car. Uh, yeah, it took us a long time because we were so tired. We didn't want to deal with it. You know that feeling like when you get on the tram, going back to your car, it was all relaxed, like yes. a little cold air. No, <laughs> that was it was a little no. hell. I definitely, <laughs> I agree. Because uh, if you recall, I always insist, because I don't really care for taking, um, you know, the tram. So, like, in the morning, I always fight to ha- walk through uh, downtown Disney, which your siblings hate, George. But I always do that. Uh, but then I always secretly, I'm like, well, at the end of the night, we're going to take the tram because we're all tired. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was my thoughts on... Basically, the Lightning Lane and the uh, and the Genie Plus. So, like I said, I did like the the suggestion. It did give me a pretty good suggestion, but I also thought it was kind of a different price point, which I thought was odd. That it basically suggested a restaurant that was a lot higher in pricing than where we were trying to go. But I'm fine with that. We did go to the Pim Test Kitchen afterwards. Uh, just because um, we got the what is it called the the huge pretzel and I know Hunter said this off mic but I do want to mention 
How gross is that sauce? <laughs> yeah, that that cheese. I, I say cheese with like quotations because it tastes like what I would imagine that plastic cheese at the original um, uh, Tomorrowland uh, place had. So this kind of reminds me of when we were driving to California in Victorville. We stopped, uh, or not? It's not Victorville, right? It's um, Apple Valley or whatever, right? We stopped at Texas Roadhouse because, you know, when we were driving in, we, we left pretty early on Wednesday. So we're like, all right. Uh, or I said, I was like, let's go have like a nice dinner instead of picking up fast food. We stopped at Victorville to Roadhouse, uh, was it Texas Roadhouse? And, you know, they do like the uh, bread, right? I did not know. It does not come with regular butter. It comes with this cinnamon butter. <laughs> And it was so gross. Like, all of us were like, what is this? So we had to ask for regular butter, right? And it made me laugh because I saw a TikTok later where they were talking about Texas Roadhouse. And they're like, the butter is so good. I'm like, no, it's not. But who are you? Going back to this pretzel. So I looked it up, Hunter, because I, I was like, so, I was like, the coloring was weird. So I'm like, this isn't cheese. And I looked it up. It's, because it's Play-Doh. Sharp cheddar, it's sharp cheddar cheese with beer. That's why it's colored like that and why it tastes like that. And I was like, oh, I'm like, this is gross. <laughs> Just give me the cheddar cheese, you weirdos. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did not enjoy it. I think the last time I, I didn't enjoy something at Disneyland was at Pizza Planet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The rock, Red Rockets Pizza or whatever. No, I think it is Pizza Planet now, right? Yeah. Yeah, terrible. Terrible pizza. So bad. Oh, my God. Other than that, uh, they did have, like, a couple cool things. The Toy Story. Uh, just a complaint. The Toy Story Main Street window. Does that thing ever work? I'm just, like, wondering. I'm like, it's always broken. Every time I've been there... Since they've reopened, it's broken. Let me think. What else is going on? I didn't get to Toontown. I, I wasn't sure if it was closed already, but, you know, they're going to be demolishing that soon, so thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I just hope that they, they, like, really, like, do a good job. I have a feeling like they're not, you know, because this is the Bob Chappick era. I have a feeling like they're just going to repaint it and just kind of leave it the way it is. Yeah, um, that like, guy's cheap and just likes money. <laughs> yeah, like, there, there's little things that I feel like they will do, um, you know, like they start putting in brick, you know, to replace the, uh, whatchamacallit, the concrete that was there, which was cool. That's like, cool, we want that. And I'm like, other than that, I'm like, like, you know, what was it? We were just talking about it, too, how we would like them to redo the food options or do something about the old ball, ball pit that's back there. Maybe fix a Donald ship because that's also just like Donald ship and Goofy's bounce house just looks so terrible. Where it's just like, man, like tear them down or something. I'm like, th- these are dumber than just not having them. It's very universal of them. Yeah. I think what they, they should do is, you know, they have like the, at Toontown's with the little, uh, pranks like when you open the door, electricity, whatever, or that phone. 
Um, they should add more things like that. that. Those are pretty cool. I actually love those. I, I do love those. Yeah, well, you have to remember when they opened, those were attractions, though. You know, there was the Chippendale ball pit with the... They also had the slide in the tree, which they took out. So now the tree is just a stairwell. And Donald's house had uh, a rope... Was it a rope ladder you could take up? They took that out. They had all this interactive stuff. They took all of it out. Uh, Goofy's Bounce House was an actual attraction. They took that out. I'm just like, it, they're just remnants now. It's like yeah. uh, the E.T. ride. Uh, like you were saying, I, I can remember when we were kids, you know, vaguely, I can still remember jumping around Goofy's Bounce House and then uh, making a butt of ourselves running around Donald's house. And it was always fun, but... Of course, you know, when, they, when they're when they like, oh, well, safety precautions means we can't do this or this or this. Like, just remove it then, because, like, it, it's it's become a hassle now. It's, it's actually something where you're like, I don't want to take my kids over there because they're going to want to play in it and there's nothing in there. You know, they're kids. They don't care. That's what it really comes out. They're going to climb on things anyway. They don't, <laughs> they don't care that it's a, a show of what it was. I care that it's a show of what it was. Yeah, that's probably the, best, the it, better way of putting it. I just think it's a bad show. Like, just, you know, just kill it then. I don't know. You guys might hate me for this, but they should take down Roger Rabbit the ride. Nah. Wow. That's just a, I, I have to agree with Hunter. That is a hot take that I am not on. I, I do think explain. that the change they made was kind of stupid. And let I don't mean, like, I'm fine why. with the... Well, I, I just wanted to say, like, I'm fine with, like, the change of, like, being like, oh, Jessica Rabbit is a detective now. I'm like, okay, but the way they shoved her in there, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think the reason why yeah. they should just take it down and put something, like, better is because no one from this gener the next generation or the generation right now doesn't know Roger Rabbit. They just know it's just a bunny who spins around in the car, and that's it. Imagine if they put something like a new Mickey ride inside of that. I think it'll be much better than Roger Rabbit. Mickey ride they're building. No so one would say you're wrong movie. is that. <laughs> that so where I, I would say you're wrong is they are building a Mickey ride. So they're already going to have a new e-ticket there anyway. Um, and I know the way they see it is the ride's already there, right? Uh, going back to the cheapness, right? Their idea is going to be, well, once that Mickey and Minnie ride opens, which I've been on it. Hunter, wait, Hunter, you haven't been on it, right? No, not okay, yet. Okay, so you guys haven't been on it. That ride is spectacular. And they know that that's going to drive attendance back there all of a sudden. And they know Roger Rabbit is also considered an e-ticket, and it's going to have a huge bump in numbers because of that. And they're going to sit there patting themselves on the back because... They're like, oh, now it's popular. or Well, I mean, it's always been popular, but, you know, they'll be like, it's popular again. I would I also say... I, I don't think so. That ride also has always stayed popular. Like, for it being in the back of the park, uh, it always has, like, a 30 to 40-minute wait. And you have to consider, on the opposite end of the park, you have Winnie the Pooh. And I just went, yo, Flash Mountain was closed. Winnie the Pooh was a literal walk-on because of that and I thought that was so funny and, and it's that thing it's like without Splash Mountain open people are not back here Roger Rabbit does have its own base but I do agree that it is that thing 
where the longer it goes, it does come off a little weirder, right? That you're basing it on an IP that you don't really... Uh, so there's like a very complicated Roger Rabbit history I could get into, which I don't want to, but it is the thing that it's like, it's an IP that you don't use because of, I don't, you know, complicated reasoning. Right. But, but it is, it's still, it's like, this is why, well, I mean, the movie came out the year I was born. That's 32 years ago. They haven't done anything with it since, I think, 91. So it's like, for people, you know, I know what it is. My kids definitely don't know that's a movie. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, that's the right, like, we grew up on, right? Like, all this stuff. But if they're going to invest more in Toontown, I think they should get rid of it. And put something more of, like, of Mickey or, or Eat Chippendale or something like that. But, like, I, I would not be surprised the next five years that right I, uh, go away i wouldn't um, be surprised yeah i will remember you're, you're definitely wrong you're definitely right about that part i i, I, I disagree you. yeah i already laid uh, out the point yeah i mean like that i i think i understand where you're coming from but the same rate uh just for me from a person who's a fan of that ride i'm also not a fan of new mickey because i think that that animation style is gross and i don't care for the shorts anymore Granted, I'm not, you know, your target audience for those uh, cartoons, but like Josh was saying, uh, I think once that new ride comes in there, people are going to start riding that ride more, and it's already a ride that people come to once they're towards the back of the park anyway. Yeah, um, if anything, I, would, I was just going to say, the way you're describing it, I feel the same way about a different ride that's back there, which is Gadget's Go Coaster. That's yeah. based on an IP and specifically a character that's from a show that doesn't run anymore. And you and it just doesn't really make sense why it's there. The only real reason it's there is because they're not going to tear it out. <laughs> like, we know that. <laughs> but because of where that's situated, I could see kind of like what you were saying. I could see that disappearing in like a few years. Just because back in that corner, you've got Gadgets Go Coaster and what used to be the Chippendale treehouse next to each other. And then the Mickey house, right? You could tear that uh, little spacing out um, and replace it. I mean, there is rumors that they were planning to do that anyway because of uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You know, that they want more space. Right. There's also rumors that there might be a restaurant for Star Wars coming, which I would love. Oh, that will be nice for that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I know also, it's, it's a. I know it's like a. It's like a. That's really tough argument, whatever. But I don't know. In my opinion, like, I think that, especially the new generation, whatever. Like, people don't watch Roger Rabbit anymore. And if they're gonna, in my opinion, if they're gonna invest a lot of Toontown because it's so far back, and they're already making one big ride that is a huge hit. Yes, Roger Rabbit. It's gonna be a little bit because the parents going to be like, oh, come on, ride this ride. But in the next five years, they're going to tear it down and put something bigger. Nah, I don't say bigger, but a little bit more better than that Mickey ride. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I, definitely, I, I definitely see that if they, tore, if they took it out, they would replace it with either nothing or <laughs> with a basically a, like a, a D-ticket ride or something. Like something that's just like a lesser ride. And it's the thing that it's like they don't want to spend money, and it's uh, obvious. 
we're we're just lucky right now because of um you know that they were already building Mickey and Minnie, so he couldn't really do anything about it. And Mickey and Minnie is being built in an area where at first it wasn't touching anything in Disneyland. So uh, during the pandemic, they really couldn't argue against building it because it's like, well, it's just sitting in the back part. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say really, on that, it really woke you guys I up. Kinda, huh? <laughs> well, I, um. On another note, I do feel like kind of the joke on that too. I, I think I said this already, right? Was the uh, uh, apparently what's going on with Disney World that there's a hellfire now because the Disney World 50th has been a failure so far because you know they wanted it to drive attendance and it's not because people are now waiting for these new rides instead of just coming. And yeah, apparently, the rumor that I just heard was that. Uh, basically, they know people are coming for that Guardians ride. And that Guardians ride originally was, like, planned to be open, like, in summer, or this year. But now, because, you know, the board is angry at Chaffet, because they're like, how is it that we plan Disney World's 50th for, like, eight years, and it's, like, a dud. So, he put more money towards finishing Guardians, and now the rumor is that Guardians is going to be finished and open. Memorial Day uh, in May, which I was like, that's crazy. But on top of that, the other thing that they were planning to do because they're lazy pieces of crap and, you know, cheap, is he was going to push Tron, the Tron coaster, right? Tron uh, Life Cycle Run to next year because, oh, well, we'll just drive attendance with this thing. But now because they're trying to salvage the 50th, I guess the rumor is that as soon as Guardians is done, it's to get Tron Light Cycle Run finished and open. So they're now saying that the rumor is that it's going to be opening like, uh, they said October would be too soon, but they're like, probably November. And I was like, that's awesome. I want the Light Cycle Run. I love Tron. And, and you know what? There's another thing for you, George. You're building a multi-million dollar ride based on an IP that you don't use. It's based on Tron Legacy. That movie came out in 2010. That's 12... That's, that movie's like 12 years old already. Tron is different. Compared to Roger, Roger Rabbit, you can't compare it to those two. Yes, you can. Tron, Tron Legacy was a failure. Freaking Roger Rabbit was a huge hit and was supposed to have a way bigger thing in the park. He was planned to be like a new attraction like at every park but what happened is that the deal between you know <laughs> I'm getting into the history again but the deal between Disney and Steven Spielberg soured because of DreamWorks and basically they cut it off and that's why you only get the two shorts uh what is it trail what's it called Hunter like trail mix up or something like that and yeah the poster one and that's it and then out of nowhere, in what is that, like, 94, is it? No, it's, I think it's later than that, because I remember it. I think it's, like, 97. They opened Toontown, and it has the only, the only attraction. I don't know, maybe, yeah, like, it was 93. Uh, but uh, the that's people the who... only Roger Rabbit attraction that ever made the, the light of day was that ride. And apparently it's because that ride was already in production, when they 
basically cut the deal, uh, you know, when they uh, went separate ways. So they're like, okay, whatever. But that's kind of the joke is that they had this huge plan, especially Disney's Hollywood Studios, Disney MGM Studios at the time, was supposed to have a huge presence of Roger Rabbit. They were going to have a an attraction there based on... Um, it's actually funny because uh, I know you're a big fan of Back to the Future, George. It was basically that. The ride was going to be the Back to the Future ride, but you're sitting in Benny the cab, and uh, you're going through a, basically a drive, right? But they were going to do that. They're going to have a whole thing, but then that whole deal kind of breaks down. They walk away from each other. But then you have the one attraction in Disneyland because they were already building it, so that ends up opening. We should, since we have a lot of fans that follow us, they should uh, write a comment see if they should get rid of Roger Rabbit or not. Well, I feel uh, I feel like people would feel that's sacred ground. <laughs> all I'll say is like I don't think you can get rid of that ride and completely off subject, it, it just makes me laugh to listen to that because uh that Disney War book that I finally got a chance to, to take a look at. Oh made me honestly yeah, it honestly made me dislike DreamWorks even more and that was already a, a film company where I was like, Well they have, you know, Shrek but I was like, man, I really hate the way that this company came to be, especially with the way that the one of the creators tried to act like he was wrong. And you're like, yeah, but like you listen to these stories and you're like, no, you were kind of a jerk. And that's why people didn't like you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Katzenberg is a jerk. <laughs> and yeah. in the book, he comes off that way. And it's that thing. He wants to be number two, but it's like, you're not a good number two. You, you're a good, you're you a know, solid number three. three. Yeah. But uh, that's where, like, the true joke, right, is, uh, I don't know if you got to it, but it's like Bob Iger comes out as, like, the perfect number two and heir apparent because he's more practical. And, you know, where he where he lacks, like, being imaginative, you know, we've made fun of that before. But yeah, his ultimate thing is that he does see what people like, and that's the true difference. Also, I have a soft spot because they did ask him once because he's a big, uh, like, marathon guy. They asked him, he was doing a marathon a few years ago, what his favorite ride was, and he said, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, hands down. And I was like, <laughs> this is a good guy. This is a good guy right here. I think we all have a... Uh, oh, yeah, correction. Um, there are two of the Roger Rabbit cartoon spins. Uh, there's one in Tokyo Disneyland. Oh, nice. I bet you that one's never going to change either. <laughs> The Tokyo. Oh wow, well, that's uh, that's the Orion. Uh, the the what's the what's the company called? Um, the guys that take care of it. They they probably yeah. are like no, there's Orient's no reason to get rid of it. Yeah, they're, they're probably like there's no reason to get rid of that. Yo, I don't know. Um, we'll see. <laughs> we're just off on a tangent now. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say, I'm like, I'm like, where were we before we went off on this Roger Rabbit thing that could have that could easily be its own, you know, episode. <laughs> I, I do think now. Now I'm thinking about that. Where we we should probably do another episode of a reimagining of Toontown. Now that it's going to be closing and reopening, what we would like to see. Yeah, because and apparently Hunter thinks I'm Judge Doom. Apparently George is literally yeah, Judge Doom. he's literally <laughs> Judge Doom. <laughs> it, it'd be funny down the whole ride. <laughs> Closer to what you were saying, where you're like, oh, you just need to change over a couple of things and get a new ride in there, and that's essentially what they've done. And you know what's funny is, like, when you're, Josh, when you're talking about, like, you know, like the Goofy and the Donald Doug boat, 
I, in my head, I was like, I like the Donald Duck boat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they look good, but it's like they're, they're such a shell of what they were. Well, what they used to be, yeah. So I, I remember standing in line for the uh, Goofy Bounce House. All right, so that's going to do it for us this week. Apparently, we're going to be discussing more about George's hate for Roger Rabbit. But I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, of course, always uh, uh, we always do enjoy it. And, of course, I saw a huge spike in viewership, which I kind of assumed was going to happen since we didn't have any episodes for over a year. But uh, I do want to thank you guys for listening and for standing by and waiting for us. We do have big things coming up uh, in our personal lives, so, you know, you might see things a little, uh, how, how do I want to put it? The, the show might be still going on, but it might, be not, it might not be as good as it was because George does have a new baby coming and he does yeah. produce the show. So you might be getting episodes with no production value if it's just on me. <laughs> It'll just be straight audio. <laughs> All right, I mean, that's what we got to do. <laughs> I think we'll be. I think we'll be fine. I mean, we're already talking about like some episode of like some fun topic to talk about. So, I think uh, once my two kids are asleep, they can sneak another episode or so. Um, like I said, <laughs> like obviously we're gonna have to talk more Toontown and uh, reimagine it maybe we could even talk history of it because it, it definitely has like a very weird history uh, and you know of course Hunter uh, I know uh, we have like a soft spot uh, I was just thinking about it too how it is sad that the five and dime is gone from there because of course that's where our grandma worked as a hat writer yeah so it's kind of sad to see that place go oh and you know uh, I, I do want to say some outrage for uh, Bill uh, or Bob Chaffick for you guys. Um, I went to Disneyland and my son wanted a Mickey hat, uh, you know, the Mickey ear hat. They didn't have any. They only had the R2-D2 one and the bride one because they're out across the the park for regular. Wow. Yeah. I was disgusted. Yeah, you're like, like Julian, you're like my bad buddy. Well, we got him a oh. headband. They did have a boy's, like, uh, Mickey headband. But um, I just thought it was odd because, you know, they were trying to say it's, like, a supply chain issue. But I'm just like, we've known for, like, months about that. If you're a big company, no, like, I don't believe that. I believe that you sent them all to Disney World because I'm pretty sure that's what they actually did. And, yeah, this is just laziness out of them. Yeah. Sounds about right. I can't help but think, I'm like, Walt Disney would never have done that. <laughs> they would have had those stockpiles. It, it kind of reminds me of during the pandemic when the, you know, the toilet paper shortage. Target was like, oh, we have limited supply. But they would always word it limited supply because, of course, uh, they have a warehouse that was filled with to- toilet paper. They were just rationing it. Right. That's so what people didn't understand. You don't need 17 packs by yourself. Yeah, but they know people were going crazy, so they're like, all right, so we'll, we'll have to ration these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll have to do more, maybe some history stuff. I don't know. And, and uh, I do love doing the show. I know one of my friends at work listened, and he was laughing about uh, last time I was mentioning his secrets 
uh, of the going to Disney, downtown Disney as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the time I killed him. Yeah, he, he said he was listening. He's like, this dude just telling them my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any last thoughts? Yeah, just uh, go easy on the comments that you guys uh, are the huge uh, Robert uh, uh, Roger Rabbit fan. I am sure. I feel like Nathan is a Roger Rabbit fan. Uh, let's, just feel a little, let's just feel a little hatred for uh, Last Jedi before we take off, because uh, he was a little <laughs> too excited that we didn't attack it. I know. Uh, we had a running theme, and we forgot about it last We time. honestly forgot about it. We we, we threw ha- our hatred on Universal like we always do, but we forgot about Last Jedi. Actually, I have a perfect just mention for you. Uh, so I'm watching TikTok, right? And this guy... Uh, he was talking about the Boba Fett show, and he's like, this show is all over the place. I just can't get into it. Uh, he's like, you know, I just hate it. He's like, you know, and I'm a big Star Wars fan. I have a Star Wars tattoo. Love Mandalorian. He's like, Last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars. Immediately when he said that, I was like, you're not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Your opinion has been invalidated. Here's Here's what pissed me off more, is he keeps going, and he's like, you know, he's like, and also, I don't get why people are such big fans of, the, of Boba Fett. He's like, he's just stoic and boring. He doesn't do anything. Han Solo killed him so easy. He's a bitch. And I'm just watching it like, you are definitely not a Star Wars fan if you don't like Boba no. Fett. No. I'm like, get let me, out let me tell you this. Please exit. What, what they're doing is they're just, um, just getting more people like to view it, whatever, so you can get something. Like, I've seen those videos. They're saying that uh, uh, this is just super random, but like music, right? Like they played Billy, they put like the top 10 songs, right? That I, I, I don't know. And one of them is like Billy Jean. The other one is, I don't know, like Welcome to the Jungle. I'm like, what? Oh, like, you know I know guys? what you're talking about. Like, that's a lie. We talked about this. <laughs> uh, remember, um, they had top 10 um Artists, remember? And we were talking about they put Janet Jackson above Michael Jackson. And we were like, you're just trying to make us mad. You know yeah, Michael's above. That's not an actual opinion. Jackson. <laughs> I remember that one. We were we were mad, too. Uh, me, George, his sisters, we were incredibly mad about it. <laughs> the way they said it. I was like, no, sir. Michael is the top one. And they have the Beatles beneath. Uh, or no, Beatles are number one, right? I See? Yeah, I think the was someone else. One. They had someone else underneath uh, before Michael Jackson too. That was also stupid. <laughs> I just remember I saw. Oh, I think it was Katy Perry, and I was like, Yeah, Katy something Perry. random like that. Like, yeah, Rihanna or something like that. So random. You're right. I remember that list. It was like top ten like artists of all time. And they had yeah. it, it. It's all basically like, we only agreed with number one. Number one was make, uh, the Beatles. We should make this clickbait saying Josh wants to get rid of Roger Rabbit. <laughs> George <laughs> wants to get rid of George Rabbit. wants to get rid of Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yep. We'll just title the episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll title the episode "Hot Take: Roger Rabbit Needs to Go." <laughs> 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 They'll listen to it like, only one of them likes this. 
So, um, what was it? Uh, no, yeah. So I thought it was funny though uh, to finish my little story though to go back is I went to the comments because I was going to say something. Every comment was the same comment I already had, which it was people saying, as soon as you said Last Jedi was your favorite Star Wars, you weren't a Star Wars fan. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. But for me, of course, when he said he didn't like Boba Fett, I'm like, well, then why would I trust you? You don't like the character, and you're watching a show where he's the main character. I like Boba Whatever. Fett, then why, is you, why are you making an opinion about the Boba Fett show? Yeah. Yes. But your, your opinion's... Uh, Invalid at that point because you're going in there already with the sense that you hate it, right? Yeah, it's not like, like he was know, like, "I don't like Boba Fett, but damn it, I love this show." That that'd be like the way of doing that, like him saying, "Oh, right off the bat, I don't like this." You're like, "Well, then, cool, I'm not listening anymore." Yeah, that's how I felt. I was like, "Okay, well, I'm done listening to you," and the episode's done.